everybody, and welcome back to the Tusk City Podcast. You know what it is. It is your boy, Fax Mercury, a.k.a. Craig Flex, a.k.a. What the hell? Oh, Stimothy Chalamet, a.k.a. Stim Duncan. <laughs> we out here trying to live. And of course, I'm joined by the good brother. You already know, man. It's your boy, TWMB, 4 kids with hair, a.k.a. Twim. Also known as, you know, just Tenny, simple as that. You know, back at you again, 2021, here in the flesh, ready to pod, you know, and uh, just give you guys the little that has happened, but I guess, you know, just just a good word over the holidays, because this is our our first pod post-holidays, right? I guess yeah. that was there. Episode 35, checking in, top of the year, 2021. Shout out uh, OG KD, 35. Hey. You know, I had love for him until he decided to shit the bed in 2016 but that's neither here nor there we wish KD trade 35 in Brooklyn <laughs> anyways um, yeah so at the top of the year brand new um let's get into it how did you how how was your your christmas and your new years since that was yeah that was the two weeks since our last pod Oh, uh, I guess I started with Christmas. It was pretty chill, and I guess if I had to, I'm gonna like moonwalk in uh the in time real quick to Christmas. But um, it, it was pretty chill. I mean, I didn't really get into too much. I mean, you know, I'm not hit, sitting here knocking anybody. I I saw a lot of people, you know, get together with their friends, their family, and you know, all the like. Me, it was really low key. I chilled with wifey. We went and seen her family up the street because we do live like on the same street and we see them enough that it's like, I mean, you know, if you're seeing me, you're seeing them because contact wise, we've been in, in touch. So, like, you know, we we did that. So it wasn't um, too much communication, at least with um, too many people on Christmas Day. So, like, you know, you open gifts in the morning, whatever gifts that there is. And, you know, I, I like it, it was just kind of like a weird feeling, I guess, on Christmas. Like, I felt like it was Christmas, but I didn't feel like completely engaged in the cheery mood of the holidays. But, you know, we definitely tried to make the best of it. You know, we uh, did a family um, breakfast, dinner and things like that. Um, after Christmas, I mean, the the week after was pretty much a lot of the same. I mean, just, you know, working. We stayed low key, um, kept my head down. I, I literally didn't pop out. Like, you know, typically I, I'll say Christmas is one of those times of the year where a lot of people are getting together. You hitting the bars, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people having house get-togethers or, you know, if if you are exchanging gifts, um, you, you can exchange gifts prior to Christmas, probably on like a Christmas Eve thing. We didn't do any of that. Like, we didn't even like, you know, even New Year's, like, you know, at the crib, you know, probably got a couple of drinks or whatever, but that's it. Like, we didn't do nothing excessive. And that was pretty much the story, I want to say, for... um. Like, I want to say my Christmas and New Year's. Uh, I don't know about you. What what did you do? Uh, yeah, same. Uh, we kept it real simple for Christmas. Stayed home. Uh, we exchanged our gifts for each other. Cooked. Uh, yeah, we did the, the joint, like, Christmas Eve nighttime thing. And then Christmas Day, all day kind of thing. Um, then from there, it was New Year's. Same thing, kept it real simple. Uh, zoomed y'all as we counted down. Call uh, my family called real quick, spoke to them, and yeah, and that was it. Nothing, nothing too too major. Yeah, just like you said, just kept it real simple because you got to work with uh, what limited means you have right now. And if you're doing, if you're having these crazy family get-togethers, man. Like just 
Uh, you really gotta be. I you really gotta be cognizant of what you're doing. Like, and I, I'll be honest, like, cause I did, like, and actually, I, I did omit on that. My family wasn't town. Like, I did see my sister. Shout out my sister and shout out Evan. You know, I tried to keep. We we kept contact to a minimum, and we were being very, very cognizant and you know, free flowing. You know, opening the windows. It was cold in the rooms we was at. Like, you know what I'm saying we was doing what we can to at least be very, very smart about what was going on. You know what I mean? Not people being on top of each other. We not like drinking. Everybody getting excessive, loud, screaming, yada yada. Yeah, I've been like we we weren't on any of that type of time. Everybody was still very um, aware of the fact that COVID is there, but it's it's crazy. You know, it's kind of like the bacteria you can't see. You know what I mean? That's literally what it is. You you can't see. Like me speaking right now, I'm not like spitting per se, but like there's molecules in the air when I open my mouth as I like, you know what I mean? Like breathe in and out in my nose, you know, it, it doesn't matter how I actually go about um, um, like taking my precautions. I know that there's still that risk of transmission, um, but I don't know. I seen some bullshit this weekend. Fuck out of here on Instagram. Niggas is going crazy. So, I, yeah. hey, you know what I mean? Like. It ain't it, man. Uh, yeah, it ain't it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got to really just put their their smart cap on when it comes to COVID. Because trust me, you don't think I want to get with the homies and, and, and get work. crazy in the room? Yo, you know how many, like, alerts was going off on my phone? You know, this was the first year I didn't do nothing for New Year's. Every single year, I usually have homies in the crib. We didn't usually turn anything. up. We usually yep. doing our thing. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we usually just time. getting active around this time of the year. And it's just so crazy that, like, with, like yeah. we just wasn't able to do anything. Like this shit is just really it's depressing. It's depressing when you actually sit back and think about yeah. it. Like, and you know, I'm not too much of well, I mean, I'm an introvert. I'm 100 percent introvert, but those are one of the few times it's like I'm going out, I'm gonna have mad fun, I'm gonna be loud and you gonna get in your bag. Yeah. Like what? And that's the like, one few times I'm like, all right, and then that's it. And just couldn't do that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh man. man. But yeah, so yeah, just yeah. If you're doing anything to the contrary, like, you know, that's just really not it, honestly. Mm. It's just the numbers are just not supporting any downward trend. We're just not rolling the vaccine out fast enough. Fast enough, yeah. Governmental support for this. They're just kind of like, here's the vaccine, whatever. Yeah, it's like, yo, hey, it's been approved. That's it. Like, that's all we heard. Like, it's not like, all right, this is how we're going to disperse it. I mean, you know. And then you got all these you know, the media playing right into this, you know, skepticism of the vaccine with all these things that are telling like half truths and shit, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're talking about, oh yeah, you know, somebody got a vaccine or they took the vaccine and they got COVID after and everyone was like, see, it don't even fucking work. And I'm like, yo, man, I wish the media actually cared about, you know, having (laughs) real science. Yeah. People not having the understanding how shit is working. And it's like that information is just so readily available if you wanted to take a look. If people just don't oh, take that man. look, that the media don't help man. either in spreading what's actual information. So mm-hmm. then you're going to have mad people like, I'm not taking that vaccine. Like you got, I, I saw like a comment from, it was like an excerpt in an article and somebody was straight like, oh, you know, my chances of getting COVID or my chances of, you know, like something wrong with the vaccine. I think I'll take my chances getting COVID. And I just was like, we're done, bro. Pat, We're done. That's yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. nah. People, people, and I, like, it's scary because I know a lot of people I feel like that have that mentality too. Like, I, you know, like, and you know, it's so crazy. Like, I just don't understand, like, when, Zero like, people, 
Yeah, like what? Like what the fuck? Like, is your mind really be, like believe that? Like, you just really think that you're gonna be able to gamble versus going to take? Like, I'm not sitting here telling anybody to be first in line. You obviously want to be safe about how you want to plan to take anything. It's not like you know what I mean. Like the like any drug the government ever put out or anything. Like they they put out drugs all the time that people don't take. Yeah, you want to be smart about this, but this is something a little bit different. COVID nineteen is something that people don't understand and. You know, definitely, I think at least the most vulnerable are going to be the ones that have to sign up, should step up first, take that, get it out the way, because, you know, like they're the most vulnerable. You're somebody that can die if you get COVID. But the people that think, oh, I'm young and I just want to roll the dice, I, you know, I have, I'm fine, I'm not going to get COVID. Or you could just be walking around as one of those asymptomatic bombs of COVID. You don't even know. Like, you just got mad different diseases because you just, you're right. Like, you just... You're young, and unfortunately, you're not showing the symptoms like everybody else. Like, for you to just think that, like, you don't have to take the vaccine, and you just, like, I, I don't know. That's just mad irresponsible to me. And, you know, yeah, we get the—some people get the flu. You're right. Some people get the flu shot. Some people choose not to get the flu shot. I know me personally, I don't get the flu shot. And, like, I, I guess I try not to stay sick. But, you might, like, I could be more responsible and get the flu shot. But if this—if it was something like COVID— then, you know, it's a little bit of a no-brainer. If it's something that's proven safe, I don't have to worry about it. You know, one, two, three years, we, I, I mean, come on. Like, what can I say? Like, am I going to really sit here and be like, all right, I'm never taking the vaccine? Like, if it's mandated to, especially if you want to do certain things, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about that, though? Like, just that possibility of what I just said, though. Like, the notion of, okay, like, the man, yo, you need the COVID vaccine to do things. That would mean somewhat of a competent fucking government. You think so? Actually, I think so. We don't. They, they these people don't give a shit about us, so they're just gonna never push any kind of you know, mandatory vaccine. If mm. half, if not this entire thing, you had the president legit calling that shit a hoax, mm. then he got it. Then he's like, yeah, it's not too bad. Did not disclosing the fact that you know he was given you know experimental fucking drugs to get through the shit. You have half of the, if not. You know, 60% of governors in the entire United States is, you know, willingly getting rid of social distancing orders. You know, you got different states running a fucking muck. You know, you got states reaching 0% capacity for people in ICU in the hospitals. Like, it's running rampant out here. And we're getting no government support. They're, they were debating whether or not to give us an extra 14 fucking hundred dollars. So Crazy. And then they were like, well, if you give everyone 2000 you know, we don't want to just be given handouts. Yeah, because you don't want to give the regular people handouts. You just want to give the banks the bailouts when they needed to. Yeah, to like, what the that, fuck? That lobbyist money going crazy. So yeah. here we are suffering because of that. So we're never going to get no kind of, listen, you need to take this so we can get back. Like, we never, we could have been through this. I mean, we keep saying it, but we didn't, we never had a national level lockdown and there was no lockdown at any point in time mm -hmm. i don't know what people were saying it was literally a it was a please stay at home yeah no nah, it was never ever please. a lockdown it was just a lockdown a is yeah lockdown is really some crazy shit where like yo we you'll talk get arrested no, if you're you'll outside, get arrested bro. if you outside it's like, like martial law right not yeah. like that but like <clears> it, <throat> You know, like, yeah. it's really, you need to stay home. People are going to bring supplies. Like, you make a whole system so that people can stay home, still receive shit. Mm -hmm. if we we never did that at any point in time, not even for a single fucking day. We had a, a suggestion, basically. Hey, listen, like, this is how it is. 
maybe everyone should stay home, you know, for everyone's benefit. It was mm-hmm. a hard suggestion. Yeah. And then no one, My, everyone was like, nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. You know, some people was able to just do whatever they want and get away with it. And, you know, some people was able to, you know, like, and that's like just my thing about it. And, you know, like, I, I guess I agree, like, you know, if if they did do it, I mean, like, I, if it was proven good, but I, you know what I mean? It's tough to say, like, we, I, there's no way, like, in, in, you know, in a year's time, can we really know for sure if a vaccine is safe enough for any type of person to be able to take a drug? You know, it's one of those things like you don't know, like you don't, you realistically don't know how you'll ever react to anything. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Flu shots have been proven to work on all these people. No, you can be the first person that takes it and all of a sudden your body just reacts to it and you just go crazy and die. Like, you know, so I think mentally you can't really, it's kind of like the, oh, I don't want to go outside like and and get shot by like a thug or, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to drive my car and get in an accident. Like, yo, there's so many things that you do every single day that can kill you. So like the very worst thing, you can do is take the like. I mean, if the worst thing you can do is take the COVID nineteen vaccine to ch- prevent the spreading of it or prevent possibly prevent you get from getting it. I mean, come on, like. See, and then the crazy thing is, what I mean with readily accessible information. If your concern is the vaccine, and you have access to health insurance and a doctor, you could call that fucking doctor. And be like, yo, doc, hey, listen, I have some concerns about it. You know, give you know, given whatever maybe problems you have in your medical history, and they can mm-hmm. fucking give you suggestion based on that and what they know, an actual educated fucking opinion to tell you whether or not you should take the shit. Not yeah. no fucking, I don't know, yo, they might be putting microchips. Some Twitter in my tweet. Shit. Some tweet. Yeah, some random tweet. Have actual information. Educate or find somebody who is educated to assist you in gaining that knowledge. And mm-hmm. with that knowledge, then you can make that a better de- informed decision instead of you just coming off the cuff saying, I'm not going to take it with no, you know, there's no a type of like a, information to back it. it. Yeah. No, like, no, I'm not taking this. No, nah, yeah, I, I entirely agree. I, I agree about that. And I feel like a lot of like the people that I know that are involved in the medical field, they're saying that they got to like, they have to take the vaccine, actually. Like they're like required yeah. to. So. I mean, I guess they are unfortunately going to be on the front lines that I, you know, shout out to all my um, medical professional friends that are in the fields and at the front lines doing the Lord's work and the universe's work, the the, the work of humanity. Honestly, humanity is dependent on y'all. So, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to y'all, man, because, you know, if y'all say it's all good, I'm taking that vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm rolling through. I'm taking it regardless, probably. Like, if it's if if it really is one of those things where, like, like it's a proven like it, it, it works, then yeah, I'm gonna take it. I'll roll the dice. I feel like I'm gonna be one of those guys that reacts good to it. Knock on wood. But, you yeah, know, right hey. now the only stat I've seen is like out of thirty thousand, whatever cases, like three cases of like some reactions. To yeah, it. and unfortunately, like, those are the most notable cases. Yeah, those are the ones that everybody's right? talking about. <laughs> oh my gosh, this person took it on camera and she passed. Like, oh, all right, so everybody's gonna look for that specific video and see it. Yeah. Like everybody's gonna know that that happened, yeah. Like, but that doesn't mean that you're it's gonna happen to you. Unfortunately, we, yeah, technology, and and that's one of those like you you know you, like you love it but you hate it things with technology. Technology is so good that yeah, like when things like that happen, it spreads throughout the internet very very clear, like very quickly. This information it's, spreads so fucking quick, man. And it's I like the it. and 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 then it's like the uneducated has to like 
try to, excuse me, <clears throat> but it has to like try to digest that type of information. And it's just like, yo, nah, there's no way. There's no way it could, you could do that. There's no way. And then so. there's never any traction afterwards in regards to the correct information. So now you're mm-hmm. left with everyone's lasting impressions of them thinking, oh, look, that's, see, it don't work. Not realizing, not having the full fucking picture. <clears throat> and everybody's just playing a fucking part in that shit. You know, it's like he's, you know, mentioning the media because they, they'll do shit like that. You'll, you'll highlight that one fucking story about the vaccine. Not knowing, like, this is a terrible time to try to, you know, sow any type of dissension and fear without, you know, like, proper information. But, proper information, yeah. But, you know, we can't have that because this we can't have nice things in this country, I guess. You can only <laughs> yeah, have no. some nice things, not all of the nice things. Not all of the nice things, yeah. People people need to at least understand the power of their word. Like, yeah, when you sit there, and, and that's why I get so upset, like... You know, I'll be honest, some of the people I really look up to, and I'm not just talking like people I actually know. I'm I'm just saying, like, unfortunately, they say you shouldn't look up to anybody. Like, and, and you know, for the most part, I do hold true to that. But there's like people, you know, at least that you follow, you know, celebrity wise, or just like, you know, in life, and you you'll you'll see them say things about it that are just very irresponsible. And you're just like, man, come on, man. Like, you can't be irresponsible about this because like, this is something that you do not know about, man. You do, you're not in school. You're not, like, you're not in these ICUs. You're not, like, actually seeing people die from this. You're not you're talking in crazy the morgue. You're talking home. crazy from your home behind a keyboard about something you don't know. The Did you lose anybody to COVID? On it. Yeah, like, You're going to tell that to a healthcare worker, bro? You're going to tell that to a healthcare worker, somebody who's actually back there and, and, and watching 16, people. 18 hours a day. Talk watching about people die. die. Oh, watching people die all day. Come on. Like, what are we even talking about? You, they watching people die and you sitting there talking crazy like that? Crazy. And you're trying to console people who their family can't be there for them because of the protocols in place. Because you can't. It is that contagious that you can't have that. So now these they, people are dying alone and these healthcare workers are trying to give them the best care possible. And you're trying to, you know, make sure that person feels comfortable before they die. You don't know them. Now it's suddenly your job to try to make sure if you're a good person, you're trying to make sure that that person feels cared for in their last moments. Then you got to go home, see your family, still probably take quarantine protocols, make sure that you don't, you're not spreading that shit to your family. Like... <laughs> It's crazy, it's, bro. It's crazy. But PTSD from this shit is going to be incredible. And motherfuckers is just talking like it's some I'm shit. I'm seeing sh- reports about nurses quitting. Like, they just can't. Like, they're they're not oh, yeah, getting nah. paid enough. And it's just... I don't know. People are not I, understanding, like, the ripple effects. Like, you might not get it, but it ripples to someone else getting it because you were asymptomatic or you didn't show real symptoms. Because let's say you were perfectly healthy. You give it to somebody that's not as perfectly healthy. They end up in the hospital. That's one less hospital bed. Now, God forbid, that person who gave that other person COVID gets into a car accident. He needs an intensive care unit bed. I'm sorry, we are all out of beds. Now you cannot get cared for for the hospital care because all hospital beds are currently being used for COVID reasons. So if you have any other type of reason, it is going to be almost impossible for you Mm. to get medical attention. So now something that could be treatable is now not treatable because there's literally no space. Imagine that. Like it people are not understanding how crazy it ripples throughout the healthcare industry. Yeah, no, it's it's You're really about, some like, scary if somebody time. has a heart attack, like that's it. 
Because yeah. you cannot go to the hospital. They don't. They got cannot room for you. treat you. They don't have room for you. You don't have like anything surreal. to do with COVID. You're just living your life. You can't control that. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, that's that's now the state. Something that you know, like yo, I, I could have lived through that, or somebody could have lived through that. They could have lived through that, and you can't because there's no beds. They're not even. You don't even got a chance to do it anymore. It's like they're not even giving you a chance. Now we got the UK strain coming over here. Fucking blinding people. I heard you could go ago, blind from it and shit. Like a month ago, how much faster and quicker it spreads. <laughs> it's like yeah, bro, this shit. I saw that shit a month ago, and I'm like, it's coming here. I know it is because that's how COVID came. Same thing. We saw, oh, look, COVID in the UK, and then boom. There's there's a case up in like Saratoga Springs or some shit. So yeah, already in New York. Already. Oh no, this is not good. This is not good. I I heard about one. I heard. I think I heard about one. I think in Florida or some shit like that. People thought like that was it. We hit a second wave. No, we did not hit our second wave yet. This is about to. This is the second wave. The new strain. The new part two. That's why I'm laughing. I'm I'm laughing in terrible irony about how people are reacting to this and like, oh, look, it's, oh, hope 2021 brings better tidings, you know, and we'll all get through COVID. Like, nah, we (laughs) have fun. (sighs) Buckle up until we can all get this vaccine. That's why that shit needs to be rolling like this for that, for that uh, second wave. Because the vaccine is supposed to help with cutting down, I believe, like how much it spreads. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's going to really be our only defense of this. It's yes. like, can we stifle the spread? Can we stifle the spread? Can we stop or the spread? Mandatory lockdown for two weeks. Give everybody uh, 2K for four weeks. Give, uh, make sure everyone has access to stuff, you know, give people ample time and buckle down for two weeks. They do whatever they got to do, clean everything. I don't know what needs to be done. I don't but know. Do all I mean, that. Like, yeah, I, 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 I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that could be done. I mean, I guess I don't know if you want to jump into it, but I mean, shit. I mean, Biden. Do we think Biden can 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 we even hold him up to that type of? Because I mean, obviously, you know, we in January is twenty twenty one. You know, Happy New Year to everybody on the podcast. All the listeners, shout out to everybody that's been listening. You know what I'm saying? Can do we think Biden is capable of delivering that type of presidency? Because you know, Trump's out of here already. You know what I'm saying? So like mentally, I'm already like moving on. You know what I mean? What is going to be, like, the steps that, you know, like, what, like what's going to be done? Like, you know what I mean? So is, he, you, is he going to be? I want to hear your, what do you think? I mean, personally, I actually don't think Biden, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I'm already looking at it like this. I mean, he's already somewhat, like, from what I understand, switched up on the student loan situation. He's not canceling the full deficit of student loans. And I, I didn't think he was going to do the entire thing. I thought he was just going to do a certain branch of them. Like, pretty much, like, not all student, or not all, like, college loans was going to be gone. Like, it was going to be a certain section of loans, the ones that was pretty much affecting a lot of the students. And, you know, I know for me it was going to be a big alleviation, but I'm hearing now he already walking it back and talking about, like, up to 10000 or something like that rather than the full amount. And it's just like, you know, like, that's like a clear-cut example of it right there. It's like, you know, my expectations and my hopes for him it's just that, yeah, like he just does the right things. Like it's only, it's only gonna help. It will only help the economy. It only help people. Like doing things like that is not gonna be negative to us in any way. So I just don't understand like why it can't be done. And I guess that's just like the positivity in me. But like you know, realistically, it's just kind of like 
you know, with COVID, like at the very least, I think he needs to step up and initiate some type of a lockdown. Just like you said, I mean, you know, do I want it to be militarized? Probably not or anything like that. Like, not where it's like, I mean, I agree. You're right. The only way people are going to respect it, though, is if they get locked up for going outside. Like, and I think, like, that's just going to be where it's just going to be, like, some real crazy shit. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's not the worst thing in the world if, for like, two weeks, everybody was forced to stay home and just say, yo, two weeks, don't leave your house. Like, straight up, just, you know, just, you just, know, just they could just, have something like, I don't you know, China if did you have a system where, you know, there were people outside, but it was, like, select people where it's like if you're like i don't yeah. know a healthcare worker or something like that if you fit within specific things but yeah. if you did not fit this criteria and you were caught outside and you know whatever necessary papers or whatever that were used to verify that you could travel then nah you was getting a he- i don't know a hefty fine or arrested a hefty for fine or arrested for that yeah like i and i think i would agree on that like and my that thing- only works though if from because the thing is, it only works if you give people money to stay home. Because if not, like, you know, like that immediately becomes an issue for poor people because they have to go to work or they can't feed their families. They can't do X, Y, and Z. But unless, depending on whatever function that they exist in, they're going to say, uh, you know, people, police or whoever is in charge of that is going to be like, nah, sorry. Now you're getting arrested for no reason. Just mm-hmm. because you're trying to make ends meet. So there needs to be money coming into people, people's pockets to stay home. The staying home, the, the giving people money is to stimulate the economy. I don't, it, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but like you give people money, they're going to spend it because people have needs to spend this shit on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely true. Like I believe in the fact that they do need to like give people money. Like that whole point is like pay us to stay home. And on top of paying us to stay home, I do believe, like, I do believe there can be that system that, yeah, you know, you set up the checkpoints and like, yeah, you might get stopped and they might ask you where you're going. But you're right. Just have that documentation on your person. Really, if it's not for food or to go to a health professional, then, yeah, probably you probably wouldn't be able to be outside. Like, I don't, um, you know, unless it's like literally a grocery. I feel, I feel like that's what they said they did in China or something like that. In certain I areas think it was of China. Like, yeah, some people you had to, they were go shopping for you or some shit like that or they or yeah and even certain cases it was like that pretty because pretty much it was like on the roads it was just military checkpoints like if you was driving on the road you had to pass through a military checkpoint eventually and where it's like where are you going so like pretty much you know initiate the same thing in like you know odd towns and you know as crazy as that sounds you know a, just a two-week period of just a stay home Imagine just the the general 14, 14 day quarantine period where it's like, I, you know, we really want to make sure you nobody has COVID or things like that. You'd probably like just stifle transmission by like 70 percent or something crazy like that. It would probably be something crazy where like the transmission rates or the amount like of like per day transmissions is like completely stifled. Yeah, like, stops. Yeah. yeah. Wait till the numbers are like done. And they like really drop as low as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, beds are everyone. Are, a lot of people are returning to home. Only then you return that shit slowly to increments. Yeah. Uh, we no, had the right idea. We just accelerated those. Remember phase one, you know, people were still wilding, but a lot of shit was closed. If people mm-hmm. had money to make it through that, then we should have stayed in that phase way longer. Yeah, we we should've should've I think we should have did like a... Right? It should have been like a good, like, I feel like that phase one, yeah, it should have been like a good month or two of that for straight, like straight up, like where it was like, all right, nobody was on these roads. It was empty. 
Because it didn't feel like it. Like, I really honestly felt like it was like that maybe like two to three weeks max. But it was like it wasn't all the way. You're, it still wasn't all the way, though. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I expect him to do that. Like you said, the student loan things. Mm-hmm. Then he says, oh, yeah, I support two thousand dollar checks to families. And then Kamala Harris voted no on bringing the total to two thousand <laughs> when it went to Senate. So, <laughs> so like, uh, what's going on here? I'm what's, what's, confused. what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't know what the fuck to expect. Um, it would be nice. I feel like if we do get a, a $2,000 check, it would be a one, one time, two grand check. Yeah. But it only, I, that only goes through if, uh, Georgia, Senate race if the Democrats win that. Yeah. Nah, yeah. And that's why yeah, I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping, praying that happens. I, I feel like, yeah, they're going to fuck then, around. I don't know. Cause... Even then, I feel like, yeah, nah, they, they're going to give us just the the extra 14. If you got the 600 already, they probably just give you the 14 and call it a day. You're not even going to get the 2,000. I'm on top of that. Because, you know, the, the government's greedy. They count every single dollar. So they're like, oh, no, we said we were giving you a $2,000 stimmy, not 600 So we just increased your 600 to 2000 yep. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, depressing. Let's but, jump yeah. into a little bit funner topics. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Uh, NBA. She, the NBA back, is back. Yep, in full back swing. In full swing. What is it? Seven, six, seven games have been played already. I believe so. Yes, yeah, about six or seven games. Shit, let me look up the standings and see who is leading the league. How do you feel about the quality? How does it feel? How do you feel as a fan watching? Uh, it, it feels pretty decent. It's not. It's not bad at all. I think. Um, you know, obviously, no fans being in the arena. It. You know, it's weird. Like, it's one of those things that you're just used to seeing, but it's crazy. Like, you, I, I feel like back then, like, it's not something you focused on. You weren't looking at anybody in the crowd or anything. Like, you were just used mm-hmm. to hearing them cheer, though. Like, oh, defense and, and you know, getting hype and going <laughs> crazy for the plays. I feel like it makes you feel like you're there more, I guess. Um, I, You know, for whatever reason, like, literally the crowd so- sounds, like, make you feel like you're there. And I know they synthesize them and try to add them based on who's home, who's playing away. You know, they do all those things. But, um, you know, it definitely doesn't feel like fans actually being there. But at the same time, I don't necessarily need it to enjoy that product. You understand? So, like, yeah, for me, basketball, nonetheless, is basketball. I'm really enjoying it. I don't know. How about you? Yeah, it's uh, you could definitely tell what teams are still kind of rusty mm. from the fact that they were playing in the playoffs not too long ago. Um, yeah, you could definitely see like some people sitting out every now and then, stuff mm. like that. Um, it's weird because it's like the way some games are going are just wild. Like you just have some blowouts. There's like a good twenty five percent of games just are ending up in blowouts. It's it's the wildest shit, and it's just mm. like. So such weird instances. I also think too, like guys' bodies are probably at this point ready to play or be in a certain state come December, but now they're like warming up in late December. By normally, they it would be what they start the end of October, so mm. they'd be in mid-season form by now. They'd probably feel accustomed to that. That's mm. you know their bodies probably are like all out of whack. Imagine trying to warm up later. You're you know you're used to doing some shit for X amount of time, and now you're just 
suddenly your schedule shifts. Yeah, it was definitely that. I feel like probably you know January. I mean, not January, like February to April or something like that. We'll start to see guys really get into the swing. But some guys yeah. look ready to go. Like the guys that haven't played in a while, you know, are, are looking great. I mean, look, look mm. at Steph. Shit, look at Steph, even KD. I mean, like all of them. Some of them just look like they just haven't. Kyrie, John Wall. Yeah. They haven't. Kyrie. They look like the they haven't even slept. Yeah, they have it not lost like stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like kind of like it's kind of one of those things where you're you're you are right though. Like a lot of like the people you know that you expect to be good or at least like the dominant players, like they're all still pretty good. But like you know, they do have that next gear that they're all gonna pretty much get to in like a month or two's time. Um, and you know, shit, I'm I'm excited to see that as well. Like, and you're right. Like, I think the blowouts have been kind of weird. Like when you really think about it. Um, and you're right. Like, I think I, if I had to attribute it to anything in particular, I think the fans do actually probably play a lot in that too, because, you know, nobody wants to get blown out by 50 in front of fans. And I mean, I know we'll speak on that in a second, but it's just kind of like, you know, the, like the, you know, you, you, like when you have fans in the building, you're not trying to lose by 50. Like, you're not trying to lose even by 30, like 25. Like, you're not going to let anybody embarrass you or unless that team is just really punching you in the mouth like that. And I just feel like, you know, not having the fans there has played a more significant impact definitely on the players. The players, are, and I think they've complained about it for the most part. Like, they've all, like, complained about the idea, like, the fact that fans aren't there. And it's just really, like, I don't know, played something mentally played into their mental, like, and their psyche when it comes to, you know, late game situations coming back or, you know, just even getting pumped up or ready to just be out in attack mode. It's just not there. So it's one of those things, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those things that, um, I don't know, through the season, you, you want to hope that the players are going to be able to adapt a little bit better. Yeah. It's, and it's, yeah. Cause I feel like, if you already played in the bubble then, but I guess it's different in the, I guess what they used for the bubble, as opposed to being in a massive fucking stadium with absolutely nobody there. Mm -hmm. Um, True. Yeah. It it definitely, it feels a little closer. Cause again, like, are you see the different courts and shit like that? Like you could Mm -hmm. clearly tell like, all right, it's in the arena, but now it's like, all right, there's nobody there. So it, it just looks funny. Yeah, it but, looks funny. Very, very empty. Um, yeah, the, because there was like a, you know, now some guys are coming back or other prominent NBA players are stepping back into the spotlight. So it feels like the season seems a little more of a shakeup. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it just, you know, we seen something and now it's something different? I mean, I know it, it feels good to see KD and Steph back playing again. You know, those are two. And Kyrie, those are three great, amazing players that, you know, very entertaining to watch and we could clearly see the difference of when they're playing and when they're not playing, you know, the NBA product. So mm-hmm. that, I, that definitely contributes seeing, seeing those guys play again, especially, you know, Steph dropping that 62. Yeah. Nah, so, man. So what son? Cause it's like, it's just so crazy. Like when you see that and it's just, you know, the Steph slander that was going on too. People was talking crazy on stuff. And, you know, like, I I, I don't want to say I wasn't talking crazy on stuff, but I, I did have I my doubts. That shit is funny. You know, that's how yeah. jokes go. Oh, yeah, nah. Jokes like, is for jokes at a certain games, point. You know, jokes be coming. Yeah, you can't be mad at the jokes, but, you know, there were some people that were pretty serious, though, like, seriously trying to say, like, Curry got a really, he has something to prove. Like, wait, what? Curry? 
Like we're talking about this dude, this this dude that can go f- like for 60, 50 uh, at a moment's notice has reinvented basically offenses as we know it because legitimately he literally rebirthed the NBA offense in the sense that extreme deep shooting is like the ultimate spacing tool. Like it, it will stretch defenses so far out that like with the modern NBA point guard, they can beat anybody off the dribble and it instantly collapses and destroys any defense. It's like, you know, the Warriors really, like, Steph Curry created the ultimate offense. He really did. Like, he he really was one of the pioneers. He is the pioneer. He's, like, the blueprint. So you really got to give him his respect, man. Like, he didn't, it, sh- it shouldn't take 62, even though, like, bro, did he, like, and if you was watching that game or at least seen the highlights of him just dropping those buckets, it was just like, yo, it's, it's truly Steffertless. That's what they say. It's Steffertless. Like, that shit is just easy. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> It's crazy because, yeah. like, even with Rust and, like, yeah, they was losing games, but his Rust, he was averaging, I think, like, 26, 6 and 6 or something like that. Oh, yeah. and, like, yeah, the splits was, like, 43%. I never and, doubted that he would put up individual numbers. I'm just yeah. curious as if it relates to wins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know, I mean, shit. you know, wins, like, and I think wins are tougher. Like, a lot of people, like... I think the biggest comparison to his season is now going to be Russell Westbrook's MVP season. Like when he had the triple double, led the Thunder to the playoffs, you know, like his team versus Steph's team. You know what I mean? And a lot of people think it's like, I feel like it's a little unfair though, because like, all right, the teams I think were like a little different. Like, let's be honest. Come on. Like people kind of like downplay. I think, what was it? Did he have Oladipo on that team? He had Steven Adams. He had, was Jeremy Grant on that team too? Or no? Uh, yeah, I think so. I th- but younger was, Jeremy you know, Grant. Yeah, yeah, younger Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot of these younger tools. Like, um, like there was a lot of, like, good tools, though, in that team. When you really think about it, like, as far as, like, good players, like, they were all decent players. They're all successful in their own right, wherever they're at right now. And I'm not sitting here saying, oh, those are the reason why Westbrook was able to pull off those wins. They definitely all played their own part. I just think that... Like, when you look at Steph's team right now, right, and maybe the the field at the time, the Western Conference as the field, um, it was a completely different landscape. It absolutely was when you consider the maturity of the current competition. Because I think at, um, in that season where Westbrook, I guess, was what, the eighth seed, the Warriors were the one seed. Uh, who was the two seed at the time? I guess it was probably the Spurs or was it the Rockets at that time? I don't even remember. It was probably the Rockets. I, I don't know. It's probably the Rockets. I don't know if was this before or after the Kawhi went to Toronto? This was 2016-2017. So this is before so, Kawhi went, right? Yeah, this is LeBron's season after the ring. After the ring. Okay, so his season after the ring. So I think this is the season he drops 51 in game one and JR fucks that up. Oh, okay. So yeah, this is um okay, yes, 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 yes. Yes, Katie's first season with Golden State. Yeah, I think the Spurs had just made the playoffs too that year too. I think they get swept by the Okay, yeah, I remember okay, I remember the season. Yeah. So pretty much it was like just an odder field. I feel like the conference, although like I'm not gonna disrespect anything he did, it was like overall weaker. Like the Western Conference right now, I feel like it was harder than then. Like Westbrook went crazy. I'm not going to sit here and disrespect what he did, but I do feel like the Western Conference well, right Houston now is better. I Golden think Houston State, was better. Houston was better. Golden State had KD. They were the unstoppable juggernaut. Yeah. Um, 
Did the no Clippers didn't Clippers with a scrappy team. They didn't have Clippers Kawhi with a scrappy or... team at the time. The Spurs were trash. Didn't have Kawhi too because he sat out that whole year. Yeah, um, shit. You had Portland. I, did they even make the? Did they make the playoffs that year? Or they? I, I think, think they so, did. We were six seed. We were six seed that season. I yeah. That. So Portland made Portland made the playoffs that year. Um, I think maybe who else? The Nuggets probably oh, made man. the playoffs again, right? I, yeah, I don't even I mean, know. Like I would have to actually look at that. Like because I feel like that's a, that's a conversation that's not even talked about enough. Like just all right, how difficult is the field? Because I mean, Portland. Yeah, we we kind of laugh at them, but they're a tougher Golden team. Feet. San Antonio, Houston, Clippers, mm-hmm. Jazz, Thunder, Grizzlies, Trailblazers. And, you know, so that was that, that Mike Conley Grizzlies team still, like, that was, oh, it's good, but, like, come on, is it really that great? Like, there was just, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like on the Western Conference, or at least the teams that didn't make the playoffs at the time, right, those teams you could beat up on. Now, like, the teams that aren't making the playoffs now in the in the West, like, yeah, they're they're bad, but, like, are they really awful teams? Like, the Spurs is a team that's not a playoff team anymore. More younger talent that spreads it out. Yeah, yeah like, and then exactly, like, and then when you look oh, at just, like, all the all the other the elements, Nuggets too. serious contender now. Yeah, like, the Nuggets are a serious contender now. Dallas is a serious contender. Exactly. Uh, I mean, Houston is still Dunn a somewhat a serious better. contender. Kings play better. Kings play better. So, like, LA you know what I'm saying? From oh. top to bottom, I'm telling you, it's just a, a much better conference. Like, it's not that the top at, like, you're right. Like, maybe it's not as top heavy as it used to be. But yeah. overall, top to bottom, it's a, a little bit more competitive. So, like, to compete for the eighth seed is just a lot harder now. It's, like, way harder than yeah. it used to be. Um, and, it, you, you know, know I, look not, at it like, I think Draymond he does need it. He needs to show up. Draymond needs to show up, too. They both need to show you up. Can't, you can't be on a, a, you know, from a multi NBA ring team playing asked on mm-hmm. like you're yeah, gonna you be kind of you know he does everything you want from a, a basketball player at any point in time but mm-hmm. it's like you have to kind of do more now because you have you know one less guy that you're used to so yeah no i i definitely expect him to step up i hope he steps up because it, it would be bad for his legacy if he doesn't step up i'm pretty sure they would have to trade him like if he like shows that he just can't be an impactful player like Nah, they can't keep him just to keep him. They would have to try and get rid of him in some weird package. I don't know package. if it's a hot or not, so I can't say anything. Yeah, like I, no, hot, I think it... I don't uh, know what, how he feels at this point. Like, are they going to, you know? Yeah. No, I, th- I think... I mean, um, that's yeah, the reason I think it's the first one to go out of the three because ain't no way Golden State letting go Steph or Clay anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. Like to go first. I don't know yeah. if they would try to. They would still probably try to continue to build the championship team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it would probably be. Um, I feel like it, not that it would hurt Steph's legacy because it doesn't. But I don't think like no one really said like Curry. I never heard before this like oh you know Steph Curry can carry a team you know like he's that impactful of a player i mean people say that that he's like oh he brings gravity to the you know every time he's on the court like all eyes are on steph Mm -hmm. but i don't know i feel like he's he's incredible but i I feel like i never heard anybody speak about him in a way that like i it doesn't bother me like i don't feel like it hurts his legacy if he doesn't go crazy i mean or if he puts up numbers and it doesn't translate to wins yeah yeah i feel like yeah 
You're right. Like, I feel like, yeah, his leg, it is more of like the wins. Like, let's just see how many wins you can get. Let's see if you can get in the playoffs. That's what really matters for the boy. And I don't know. Let's see. I I, I think the Warriors will make the playoffs. Like, if I had to make the, a prediction right now, I think they're going to make the playoffs. And if if there was a game that Steph kind of unlocked and figured out his mojo again, like, I think this was it. Like, he kind of like, okay, we I'm might see Steph do this more. Because... I feel like every team barrages threes. So Mm -hmm. his threes feel devastating, but other teams focus on shooting threes pretty often too. Mm -hmm. So if a team converts on average a decent amount of threes, it's going to even out. Math-wise in the way that like, you know, like he can still be, he could throw up the 62, but they didn't, you know, they blew him out towards the end. Yeah, you see like... Pretty much um, the NBA offense has, a, like, adopted to the Golden State style of offense. They know how to score, like, that old-school Golden State, 130 points. They yeah. can put up 100 and, you know what I'm saying? Like, they can do that with ease, too. Like, Portland especially. Like, I think There's even, so many people um, that shoot that crazy range, so it's not uncommon for defenses to key in and know how to play a guy like that a mm-hmm. lot better than they used to. So that's really what's going to be. But, I mean, he's that good that it shouldn't matter. But I'm just curious to see. Like mm-hmm. how he go, how he moves through that, because this yeah. is the last time we'll see this was his first MVP season. Mm-hmm. Probably is like the year that yeah we saw like just there. like him. He he's in his prime and he had to like handle double like double teams somewhat still. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Before they realized he was like fucking God, like God, and Clay Thompson was a god too. So they still had to respect him and. Draymond was going to give you 35% from three points. So you had to respect him at the time. And yeah, it was, it was a, that was a, an interesting time. Cause yeah, I'll be honest with you. I ain't never seen nothing like that, man. The way he was playing that year was like, like, I was like, yo, Golden State got like the next five titles. I really felt that in my entire earnest heart. Like, I, I was like, like, oh shit, bro. Yeah. I've never, this is ridiculous. I say, yo, if this is the new basketball that he figured out, like, how to just chuck threes at an extremely high rate. I said it's over. Nobody's gonna be able to beat this dude because, like, if nobody else can do it, it's over. Like, how? Like, how? What else are we People gonna be able to do? People responded very fast. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, and that just shows you how like good the modern like athlete really NBA is. Like, is. yeah, what? They all like literally downloaded it. Like, we talk about Kawhi, like, and make the jokes. Like, awful, like over a summer, over a summer, man, they download that shit like an update. Like, they all like just right. learn skills. We're right. working on that shit. James Harden was like, all right. I'll pick it up. Dame. Bro, yeah, James Harden, yo. That's another one that he doesn't get enough respect. Kyrie was like, all right, I already kind of do that. Now I'm going to just do it more. Yeah, like, these guys, like, what? They just all, like, kind of just said, all right, you know what? I need to learn how to do it more. And they they all pull it out on demand. Like, and James Harden is the man. I, th- there was a time where I really felt like Steph Curry was definitively better than James Harden. But I, I'll be honest, I don't know anymore. Not anymore. Like, because... James Harden, man, I, he just comes in and he averages 40. Like, it's just it's like he does it with these. He does dumb shit sometimes. It's just yeah. like, I don't know how the hell you, you're accumulating these stats. It just looks, that shit to him looks like he's always sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> but and, and his up. movement, yeah, his movement just looks so sleepy, but blazingly fast. Like, it's so crazy. Like, when you watch him play, like, he's just one of the oddest, like, players to watch that I love though like so so much I, I love watching James Harden play basketball he's one of my favorites for sure um yeah so more NBA stuff uh <laughs> Clippers. Sure. 
Fucking, we got the Clippers, man. They highs and lows. They got so we talked about them getting blown out by fifty. I mean, I know, and then, I mean the Paul George slander. So I guess we could kind of just throw that both in at the same time. It's just hilarious. I feel like, like, cause you know what? And I think specifically the Paul George slander. I'm okay with it. It's fun, and I'm not he's even the streakiest motherfucker ever to me. Yeah, he's an extremely streaky player, and I think everybody, everybody understands that, and I love it. And it's just like. It's just crazy though, like at the same time though, because I feel like I'd seen the like Devin Booker obviously just recently got into it with him, and he was like, "Yo, you soft ass nigga." So like, <laughs> he said, "Son, hit him with the." He really hit him with that. So it's just like I'm just like, damn, son. But Devin Booker, like, you ain't even in the playoffs, my boy. Like at least this dude could say he was like battling in the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. against LeBron. Like he he did some good things like out there in Indiana and I mean yeah like if you got to go back to Indiana is it really good for him probably not but at the same time at least he did it um yeah. like so I I think like you know maybe we got to stop getting some like, some people are like I right, relax like I don't know if D yeah. books should be the ones that be able to, should that should be the one that should be able to get that off but um yeah. if he is one of the ones I mean I guess it is what it is the game is the game but I think, like, nah, come on. It's not about what you did. It's about what you're doing for me right now. Yeah, yeah, and, and that shit is the fact. Like, bro, he gave him 39 in the W, son. So, D-Book, you got to hold that L, bro. You can't be talking shit. Yeah. He was losing, my boy. Like, step up. That shit is uh, yeah. it's crazy. He's so streaky, and it's... I don't know. That Clippers team is hilarious. I did not expect that shit They're to They're the streakiest away. team ever, but yeah. Now, this year, I'm like, bro, yeah, what's going on? I hope they don't embarrass themselves, man, because it's just gonna be uh it's gonna be an odd season. I mean, I I mean, it's so funny. I feel like I don't know how, how they're embarrassed. They definitely embarrassed themselves last year. This year they seem a lot more humble, so they're just gonna see how it plays out. They're gonna just stay quiet and just play their games, which is just the way you should do it. It's the absolute way you should be doing something like yeah. that. Um the Nets. Yeah, KD, the Nets coming out the gate. Looking dangerous, yo. Okay. KDA. I mean, not to say KDA didn't look like he lost the step. It, he does seem slower, not as explosive at times, but mm. he looks way fucking better than I thought he was going to come out the gate with. Yeah. Like, he he actually still looks like, like, damn near MVP Durant, though. Like, like he looks yeah, like he's, he like, incredible. It's, like, it's so crazy, like, when you actually just think about, like, how good... Like he actually is like post a kid like and this it makes you marvel at modern technology because you know shit like older players was never able to recover from the injuries that yeah yeah, what like Uh, they they get that injury their career is over he got the Winter Soldier cryostasis shit going on son what like that shit is crazy (laughs) they froze him in ice that's hilarious thawed him out (laughs) yeah because yeah both of them but that shit is again. It's not about what you did. It's about what you're doing for me right now. Both of them missed that fucking shot the other night. <laughs> exactly. Talking all that shit. And that's why you don't you shouldn't Uh-oh. run your mouth, Kyrie Irving, talking about, oh, yo, I got somebody finally for the first time who can make the shot. That I feel like, oh, I give him the ball and he can make the shot before I can. Like, nah, son. Like LeBron, like, bro, he got way more makes than you in those moments. Like, you gotta just respect LeBron, son. You really you gotta respect his his clutch and just like not talk shit, man. Cause then you just get caught out here looking like a fool. And then they got your name trending on Twitter and you're just mad, upset, and yeah. like fucking depressed in your room over that. Like, cause that shit is 
Yeah, man, because I know I know he was hurting, man. They was like roasting his ass. What? They was like, yo, Kyrie talking shit. LeBron laughing, son. I seen that video. I was crying. That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, so considering all these newer teams coming back into play, um, a more now that we have a few games under our belt to digest, what do we what do we what do we think the end of the year is looking like? NBA season, should, if I had to make my earliest predictions, probably the Lakers uh, 2021 champs. I, I see that. I Still see Lakers that for sure. They, they're going to probably repeat. Um, if they're not repeating, though, I'll say I'm just going to go Clippers. Clippers. I got to go with my clip show. Yeah, I think uh, Yeah, I think Lakers could do it again. I think they'll get they'll run into a game seven on the way there, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think they're going to get tested, like, a little bit harder. Like, I, I actually think their team might be on paper be a little bit better, even though, like, like they I might struggle this year. It's kind of funny because they said to get him to for Jokic, but there's other ways you can still defend Jokic. Yeah. Without having to get him, and Gasol ain't the same guy. I mean, I think he opens he might open up the floor offensively in terms of passes and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, actually, I, I just don't understand the Jokic because you're right. Like he, Jokic is a mobile big, so he's a guy you need somebody who could be f- like mobile with him. And I mean, AD is the ultimate equalizer. So I mean, as long as they had AD, they were fine. Yeah. I, I don't um, know. I don't know. Yeah, interesting too. Yeah, I mean, the Dennis Shooter shit was good because he did have a good year with us. So yeah, that was a great pickup. Actually, yeah, that was a that's great another pickup. dynamic guard. Now you don't got to rely on Rondo that frequently. <laughs> I mean, he showed up in the playoffs, but now you actually got somebody for the regular season if you need to. Mm, yeah, nah, that's um, I I don't know. That's that that actually is an interesting question. Now I'm really thinking about the Jokic and Gasol situation. Like, I I don't know. He's an immobile big. He is an immobile big because he's old now. So it's just, hey, we'll see. We'll see how we'll that see. team handles them in and, the playoffs. Uh, what about the East? The Eastern Miami side looking a little sluggish. They came out the gate looking sluggish. I know Philly's in the lead, I believe, in the East. Yeah. Yes, they are. Five and one. That's crazy. That yeah, no, I definitely don't know how that one happened. Wow, that's crazy. Raptors are one and four. Holy shit. Wow. I'm looking at the standings right now. Yeah, it's just terrible. It doesn't look good. He, uh, Pascal Siakam, not good no more. <laughs> yeah, he, like, lost his powers and his ability. He stopped working. The money got to his head, man. It's unfortunate. Damn. That's what they be saying when you get paid, bro. Nah, I don't know. He probably just he's probably just in a little bit of struggle. I think he's gonna be able to make it back from it and and um do what he needs to do to lead the Toronto back into the playoff picture. But it's crazy seeing them at 14th yeah. in the East right now. Yikes. Like it's so crazy looking at the standing. The Cavs are fourth, the Magic third, like what? Hawks I'm curious fifth. to uh, really see how far Atlanta's gonna go. Yeah, I, I hope they I hope they still make the playoffs. That was a great pickup for them, Gallinari. Yeah, Gallo. Gallo's a great, great player. People be forgetting, like, how good he used to be just because he's technically from, I would say, like, the older generation of um, good talents in the NBA. But, like, no, he could definitely help a championship contender. Anybody who, or just that wants to get better, you want to get into the playoff picture, no, like, Gallo is definitely somebody that could be on your team and help you out. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, so I'm I'm very curious to see how this season's gonna go because yeah, new players and some people are really look like they fed up with not being in the playoffs. So looks like they're trying to 
finally make it happen 2021. Uh, Yes. So I think it's time for us to get in to, uh, I think, a topic that we kind of really wanted to delve into. Um, And we funny how we both thought about it, probably just at different times. So um, I would say being at home more frequently due to COVID has definitely inspired within me uh, Mm -hmm. a freedom to have a little bit more creativity. Because now, you know, I don't really have the option to go places, hang out as much, if at all. So now, you know, more time spent at home trying to find other ways to spend that time. So for me, you know, I'm expressing creativity through, you know, music or, you know, like I said, I started picking up drawing more again, Um, you know, whatever strikes my fancy. So I feel like so many other people are also engaging in the same way. And we're starting to see not only people who are already creatives, maybe branch into others or just further enforcing that you know i i know a lot of producers are just cranking out music a little more frequently uh but we're also seeing people that have never gotten into any type of creation creativity or content deciding to jump on and you know expressing creativity so i know for some content creators they you know look at it like oh you guys are just bored or whatever the case may be but is this an indication that, you know, staying at home has really is going to look back or we're going to look back at this moment and be like, wow, this spawned so many creatives or are all these people, you know, just doing this because they don't have any other time. And when we're done staying at home, that's it. They're just going to drop it. You know, are we seeing are these creatives going to stay? Is it going to really impact everything or is this just temporary? Um, I guess, yeah, if, if I'm going to start it off, I, I would say like. I would hope it, they're going to stay, but I do feel like a lot of creatives are going to be temporary. Like, I even feel like, um, and, and I, I, you know what, I guess specifically, the, like, the, the specific reason why I feel like something like this is going to be temporary is because I kind of even liken it to, like, my own creativity. Like, I feel like my waves of creativity, they or my creativity comes in waves. I'm saying things backwards right now, but that's essentially, like, a good like reason as to why I feel like, you know, this is going to probably happen to most people. Like, you're right. Like you're at home right now. You're trapped inside, you know, like you might find yourself in a situation where you, you're feeling a little bit more creative um, than usual. Or like, you know, you might see somebody doing something online and you might like say, yo, you know what? I might have an idea to do that. Or, you know, like maybe you're right. Like you, that skill that you hadn't used for years um, you might want to dig it up and, you know, bust it out and you, you all of a sudden you're trying to remaster an old skill. Like, I feel like that's expected when there's literally nothing else to do. Like, there's literally only so much television you can watch right now. There's nothing new being put out. So a lot of people are just digging up old content and just continuing to watch old things. Yeah. And then you transition that over to like, you know, nothing's being open and like, you know what I mean? You can't get together because, like, literally, it's probably one of the worst things you can do in terms of being safe. So, like, what are you going to do? Like, you you start to dig up old hobbies. And I know even me, like, I've been, I've been trying everything. I've been doing anything and everything, gaming, building PCs. I mean, my car. I mean, I, I've photography. I've been doing every single thing that, you know what I mean? I mean, even clean cleaning excessively, remodeling rooms. I, like, you could try anything and everything. You, you you do these things to just kind of um, pass time. Like, you you know, 
you kind of want to hope that, you know, you wake up the next day and they have a vaccine and all of a sudden, like, bars and clubs and everybody. And, you know, I don't know. The things that I didn't do anyway, like, when it was open, would be open again. You know what I mean? Like, you you, you hope that things will go back to normal and you have options in life. But um, it's just right now, it's not the truth of the matter. You know, you, you got to accept it for what it is. And I think a lot of people are doing it as a coping mechanism, but I don't know if they'll actually stay because, um, you know, like, I don't know if they'll actually take it serious enough to it, for it to be like something like professional, maybe as a hobby we're here and there. Sure. But like, I don't know, like a lot of the creatives, I mean, you're right. Like this is a lot of people doing a lot right now. Like, I, I mean, that should be blowing my mind. I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm not doing enough sometimes. Like we, I know we talk about that. We hit that enough. We've hit that before on the pod. But, like, you definitely can feel like, sheesh, you're not doing enough because people will be out here really moving and grooving. And I hope people keep that love. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, I can tell a lot of it is coping, you know? Yeah, just trying to to, to really pass the time as constructively as possible. Yeah, yeah I feel like I'm not sure. Like, I, I I look at it as I feel like if you were creative before, then you're still going to be creative. And I find people who are already maybe engaged in one form of creativity have either, have branched out into another mm-hmm. or even just like really honed in on that, the one that they were already doing. I feel like if you were not creative and you just started picking that up, it's, who knows, this could be the, the time, because I know there's a lot of people who, are like, oh, I've always wanted to try something, but I just never had the time. Mm-hmm. Um, are also starting to use this time to engage. I think my dad was telling me that. He's like, you know, I actually started to learn to play guitar. And I was like, wow, you've been saying that shit for like the last 10 years, too. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually started doing it. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I feel like, you know, that that is, for some people, like this is their time to finally, to, to I guess, branch out and to really get into things that they've wanted to do. Because like you know, it's always it's been a big pause. So I know you know people are fortunate enough to have spare time, um, using that to find basically find yourself and find another part of you is always cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say on the funny side, um, people who are like taking shit more seriously, like you know what I uh, I would say like there's so many people who are now like yo I'm doing a Twitch channel. And I'm like, I hope you good. <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't do it because you think you're going to blow up. Like, do it because you want to stream and you want to get better at it. Just yeah. Don't, oh, like, that conversation it. does not need to. Like, that's a conversation I feel like a lot of people, like, need to have with themselves before you know, they actually like, pick it up. Yeah. love of doing it because you want to try it. Not because, yo, I'm going to try this show so I can pop off. Yo, I'm seeing mad people take pictures and I want my Instagram to blow up. So I'm going to learn to take pictures so I can get 10,000 followers. Like, no, learn to take pictures because... Because you like to take photos, bro. Like, because, yeah, man. And it's sad. Like, I feel like, unfortunately, that's what I feel like I'm seeing a lot of. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing a lot of people that are picking up, like, creative habits and creative, like, behaviors. Like, just creative, like, just things that... That, you know, you just never seen them do. And it's like, you know, you don't want to hate on anybody. I feel like anybody can go wake up one day and say, yo, you know what? Like, I want to become a chef or I want to start cooking food and doing this. And or I want to, like, start cutting hair or I want to start, like, you know what I'm saying? Anything and everything in the world. I'm not mad at anybody for getting up and actively wanting to 
change themselves or learn, become like, you know what I'm saying? We don't have to become old cats and, oh, the dude that I remember from X, Y, and Z years ago, like, that's the only person you can be. Nah, like, I want you to become anything you want to become in life. Like, you have the right to, but I want you to also do it with, like, soul and intention. And, you know, you don't have to do it to impress me, obviously. Like, this is just me. This is why we have our podcast. We get to talk shit and demand what we want, and niggas can listen to us or not listen to us. What I want motherfuckers to listen to is just, you know, you should be doing things truly with purpose. Because you're right. Like, you know, the Twitch people do. Like, you're right. Like, if you are on Twitch, right? Like, and I've always thought about this. A lot of our people that I see on Twitch now. And even when, like, I used to Twitch stream, my my problem with Twitch streaming is just that I'm not consistent enough. I'm at least good at games. I'll be honest with you. So, like, you can watch me. It's going to be a little bit of my humor. Like, if you know me personally, you know, you fuck with me. Like, you know, Tenny, yeah. you're going to have a good time. And shit, even the randoms I fucked with, they be fucking with me. Like, and I'm good at games. So, like, you at least have that balance of, all right, he's good at games and he's somewhat a cool cat. Like, that could be the personality you're selling or whatever it is. Like, you know, I obviously yeah. have somewhat of an idea of what it is that I'm dishing out there. But, like, you know, I, I know people that was streaming that, you know, like, shitty quality stream, like, not properly set up, no communications or, like, just not really, like, not. I don't want to say not funny because that's subjective, but, like, just you're not really talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not good at the multitasking of doing both. And if you're not even good at the multitasking of, okay, you're looking at a stream chat and then you're playing the game and interacting with the stream and playing the game, like, you need to focus on the game. Because everybody's streaming, like, shit like Warzone and BRs right now. Like, everybody's trying to play competitive games. And, like, everybody I see playing those games is just terrible, man. It's just hard to watch. It's just just hard. Like, I just be... I just be... I'd be depressed, man. Like, just like, yo, I can't watch this. It's cringe. I'd be cringing. Like, just, and, you know, like, you got to, like, just really, you really got to, like, have a good idea of just what you want to do. Like, no, you don't take the photos that you see everybody else taking on Instagram. You got to take photos that you feel like you got to have your vision and just take the vision that you see. Like, that vision of what you see that you want captured, that image that you have in your head. Um, you know, that. you you have to share that with the world because that yeah. that's probably what's gonna get you your biggest, like, your most likes. Like that's gonna get you yeah. your biggest hits. Creating freely is is uh, is wonderful if you know how to do it and you're able to tap into it, mm-hmm. and you you know you could eventually learn how to actually tap into it instead of like stumbling upon it. Yeah, uh, it's lovely. So like, if you are gonna create, like, really learn to fall in love with the process of making it and not just the end result because if you fall in love with just the end result then you're going to try to start to try to you know find shortcuts and for certain things yeah there's shortcuts in technique when you get better things become easier and so it takes less time but trying to go from a to b without that knowledge and that that experience and that time invested you know, is is not the right way to do it because now you're just like, well, how can I get to that faster? But if you, you know, focus on getting better, then when you get better and you are there, it's going to be so much easier and you're going to even love doing it more. Now you can make, you know, more complex things, whatever you're doing, because, you know, let's say for making music, you know, you start off making simple beats, you take the time to learn all about it. And, you know, two, three months time, all of a sudden you're making shit that when you listen to before, you're like, I didn't even know I could make this. Yeah. Now, that's the goal. That's that should definitely be the goal yeah. for um everybody in that doing something like that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, because it's it's important. Like I think everybody's creative in some way, uh, but people are just I don't know either scared or just haven't tapped into it. But there's always some way, and I just people uh, I just think people sometimes can be limit themselves in forms of creativity. Like, you could be creative in like so many types of forms. Like it doesn't have to be like oh I make music, I mm. make you know I draw, I take pictures. It can be I'm creative and I take pictures of specifically these types of things or mm. you know i draw these types of drawings and stuff like that it, it could be so many different little niche things but if you find it and it satisfies you that's like the best feeling in the world so i feel yeah. like you know if, if this is if you are fortunate to have that time like really try to find a, the creative part of you because it is it is good for so many ways or so many different things about you to express creatively it's an, it's an outlet really if you learn to capitalize off of that outlet like it just helps you in the long run like mentally like you come home decompress from work just create do something that that sparks that so, mm-hmm. i don't that's that's just my two cents <laughs> no i agree i should I, I always look at it like this i think all of my creative outlets have only been positive for me i mean you know should i have a camera that i can take good photos with and should i shoot this podcast with i mean you know the I have a and I have a great computer that I'm able to shoot this podcast with, or if I want, I play video games with, I get to stream with. I know, I think I'm pretty sure I said this on the podcast before, but like that point, it's just like withstanding. It's just kind of like, and I don't, I don't even know why this shit. This shit just be losing focus every ten seconds. I don't know what's <laughs> up with my camera right now. I'm sitting here talking too much good shit about this camera, and it's, it's fucking it up. But oh man, but yeah, like the you know the whole point and um notion is is just. Like, you know, we have all these different outlets and, you know, they get to serve purpose in your life. Like after a while, like if you you buy it or like you have it for one reason or you build into it or you pick it up for whatever reason it's in or you pick it up for, you're going to be able to use these hobbies, these outlets, these creative things for whatever reason in your life. And I mean, I I think that's just in itself a good enough reason to just stay on it or just, you know. Make sure to stay on it. Don't do it for cloud. Don't do it just temporarily. Don't do it just because it's the panty outside. Like, not nah, like stay in it because trust me, it's a rewarding experience. You're right, and it's re- it's refreshing. It's relaxing. Um, like, should I? I I can't tell you guys how much like it's so refreshing when I come home and I walk in my room and I see my computer. I sit down in front of it. Like that shit feels great. The same like from literally from like whatever I'm doing to like getting like if I go to work. Like literally leaving the house when I'm depressed, but like I see my car and then I get into my car, I'm mad happy. And then I'm mad happy going to work, sad again, but I'm mad happy to leave work because then I get back into that car, drive home. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I'm really into cars. So like once you do that, you go home, like, and then I see this computer again and I'm really happy. So, you know, like, like, and I should, I liken it to fucking shy in her plants now like she's mad into plants so like she sees her plants like her new designs i mean you know the way the new living room looks i mean shit the television on the wall the homey look of the living room just the comfiness like just being into your hobbies and just having your interaction with them is just very very refreshing like it's a very very refreshing feeling that's that's always the best yeah exactly interior design like shit like there's so many ways to express that's like my favorite right now yeah you know like 
I cooking, cooking could be expressing yourself creatively too. So I encourage yeah. everybody. There's some shit for you out there. Don't say there isn't. You're gonna find it when you find it. You're gonna be like, oh, this is it. You're just gonna fall in love with it. And there's yeah. no better feeling than like falling in love with like doing an activity because you know, mm-hmm. like for the most part, like you could just always go go to it, and it's just it's you're in that moment. It's one of those few times where you're like, okay, I'm not thinking about anything but the moment that I'm in. Mm. it's like one of the best things you know so yeah nah, that's so right. shit uh shit i think that's it then yeah no nah, that's it man that's it i think that might be it man looking at this right. docket here we done so, got through it all then got through it all slow start to the year but i mean shit it's, it's the holidays man everybody it's was supposed holidays, to be low-key yeah. you're supposed to be at right. home and enjoying your family and just safe. be yeah, it was safe, man. You know what I mean, and shit, like better luck to 2021, man. We hoping that it's going to be a year of shit. Hopefully we can get back together like in person and like just shoot the pod like just visibly in person. I don't know why it keeps doing that. That shit is actually like, wow. I don't know. Fucking camera keeps like fucking up. But hey, it is what it is. 2021, man. We in session. Let's get it. Session. So. I hope everybody's doing safe. Hope everybody had a wonderful holiday. Thank y'all for rocking with us into 2021. Um, We will always keep doing this. And yeah, be safe for the year. And we will see y'all in two weeks. So stay up.